Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport, brought to you by Zwift. Explore, train and compete on the cycling app where fun is fast. I'm Graham Wilgos, talking stage 12 of the Tour de France with Bradley Wiggins. Yes, we're here. Brad, it's, uh, it's nine o'clock in Nîmes. It is. We're, we're, we're in, in front of the Colosseum. It's brilliant. What a beautiful setting. Absolutely. Easily the most sensational setting that we've recorded the podcast uh, in. You can probably hear as well the sounds of the, the race de pas being set up for tomorrow morning. Very much so. Um, that's well underway. Uh, I looked this up, actually, the, the Colosseum, this area of, of, of Nîmes. It's the arena of Nîmes, Roman amphitheatre. Is it? Built shortly after the Colosseum of Rome. Well, there you go. So, That's um, fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gladiators, gladiators on the road today. Gladiators last night as well. We should mention yeah. uh, England Denmark because uh, we watched that in orange. We should with, mention it, yeah. With podcast Pete. So, well done to the England team. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to the final on Sunday. Mm. Uh, we'll be not the first time we've been in a final. Not the first time. No, no, no. no the women's team got there a couple of years ago. Indeed, yeah, and yeah. quite right too. Yeah, um, gladiators on the road today. Moving on and. One man broke away off the front yeah. of the 13-man breakaway. Mm. It was a four-man breakaway, and it was eventually it was a, a one-man breakaway, yeah. Niels Pollitt. I was there all day with that breakaway, we just because obviously there was not much action behind. Niels' first attack, he was the first one to light it up, about 40k to go, I think it was. Um, he actually attacked when a few of the guys were in the cars getting bottles, one of them being Julian Alaphilippe. So it was a little bit cheeky, actually, and I was next to the Boer Hunsgrove car, and I could, I could see him on the radio because the window was down saying, go, 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 Julian derrière, you know. So, yeah, it was um, a little bit cheeky, but, you know, that's what the Tour de France is about. It's about profiting from, you know, situations like the tactics. Well, I'm going to ask you, and I've got a feeling I knew the answer you were going to give me, but you say it's a little bit cheeky. Is that in the spirit of the game, or, or is it just part well, of the race when you're at the front of the I race mean, like that? It's I don't know dog. if they would do it just because Julian was in the, in, the bo- in the cars, but... Um, there was a lull and a lapse of concentration in that group and people going back for bottles was getting quite hot by that point and somebody had to start attacking. You can't just wait till everyone's in the group. So, you know, he picked his moment and he went, but he backed it up because mm. he got there to the end and it wasn't, that's not, that wasn't the winning move. He got brought back from that and he yeah. went again and he got into another four-man group, but that group was going and I went across that break on the motorbike and I think we can play that clip now. Okay, we're just in the breakaway here. Well, the guys that have just been dropped, Edvald Burson, I'll go, go on, Ed, go on, my son. Yep, they're all here. Connor Swift, of course, uh, Julian Alaphilippe, they've all missed this one. They got caught napping there. It was really, really fast, slow, sort of downhill, rolling. They, um, yeah, they just got caught napping there. Some big powerhouses up front there. We've got the Spaniard there from Movistar. We're just going to go up to the break now. Um, they've got the gap really quickly, even though these guys are riding quite hard. It's the real powerhouses that are in the front. Niels Pollock, he was the first man to attack. He's in the front. These guys are just pulling away with every 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 pedal stroke. But it's very much downhill rolling at this point. But these guys now would just come up behind them. They're like a team time trial squad almost. They're all pulling the same sort of length. 
and they're really, really motoring. We're sat on, on here, on here, 80 kilometers an hour we are, just behind the four guys. And I don't think they're gonna come back at all today. These guys are working really well together and the stage win is gonna come from these four. Brad, if you're the strongest of the break on a day like today and you've, you've taken on and you've won, you really deserved it, haven't you? Especially at this yeah. stage of the race. Yeah, and it, from kilometre zero, it was on. Yeah, again. Splitting the crosswinds, there was people out the back. Thomas de Gent was out the back. He, he had, um, had a quick few words of him, actually. He was saying he just, he just he gave me the signal, the usual signal of blowing Belgian-wise. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was brutal. And at that point, I thought it was going to last for a long time. It was in four groups, the, the peloton at that point. Uh, there was a bit of a regroupment. And of course, then that break had gone away once we got into that Gorge d'Ardèche, I think mm. it was, whatever it's called. And it was a tough day for everyone. Another one. Beautiful road, that, actually, the it Gorge d'Ardèche. It was yeah. absolutely stunning. We went through the village. We stayed last week. Saint-Just d'Ardèche. Yeah. Mm, we went through that. I was thinking of you, too. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, it's his first Grand Tour stage win, Nils Pollitt. Um, he was second so in Paris-Roubaix, wasn't he? Ooh. A couple of years ago, Beyonce again. Was he? Great question. Oof. That's one for the. Well, that's. I might be wrong, yeah. but hey. Brent Van Moor in that group, too, who won the first stage of the Dauphiné earlier in the summer. Yeah. Um, so a very, very strong group. Harry Sweeney, the Australian yeah, young neo pro. Oliver's son. Oliver Sweeney. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he, he, yeah, he was <laughs> there. I, I was really impressed by him. Yeah. I thought he did a great ride. To go away with that, that company, you know, Stefan Kung. Um, Nils Pollock and the big Spanish guy from Movistar. Hermano Aviti, yeah, yeah. who came in second today. Yeah. Important day for Bora to do it. I mean, it was, it was all the teams they who haven't to. got something yet they in this to. race. They went home this morning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that liberated Pollock, in a way. Yeah, it liberated the team, I think. I think they've had a tough tour up to this point. And we're getting to the point now where lots of teams haven't really done much. And they're, they're chasing a lot. So it was good to see them win. And I'll tell you what, the strongest man won today. He yeah. did a fantastic ride. What did you make of Stefan Kuhn today, FDJ? Well, another one. You know, he's a strong boy and he keeps knocking on the door. We saw the disappointment when he lost that time trial last week. Um, he should back himself more in those kind of stages. Um, he looks so strong in the break. Yeah, and then, probably and did it, a bit too much. Yeah, and, and then he, it looked like he bombed. He's a real, yeah, yeah. I heard Sean Kelly on the radio talking about that. Because obviously I, I shot ahead 25k to go, so I, but I could hear him saying that he bonked. Probably did a bit too much. I was at the finish line today, um, and when Kung came through to the mix zone, he practically fell off his bike. Really? And whereas you'd usually see a lot of the riders either like leaning on their bike or yeah. leaning on the barrier, having a word with the journalists, Kung was just sat on the floor for absolutely ages afterwards. Mm. He could barely pick himself up. He said his legs are gone. He said at the time he was empty. Yeah. And then he said afterwards, he tweeted afterwards that he felt pretty soon that his batteries were not fully charged. On his bike? <laughs> uh, his own batteries. After these really hard days, he says, since the beginning of the tour, mm. he gave it all. He yeah. believed, he fought, he gave everything, but, it didn't, but he didn't, sorry, have enough power today. Um, but he says he'll try again. Yeah, I think it's a good learning experience for Stefan. He's so strong in the time trials and that, and he's just got to adapt that to the road and... Uh, I see a lot of myself in him really really because it's very easy to sit and wait for the time trials all the time to get your victory but um, stages like this you know they're kind of made for him really and he, he's capable of doing what Niels Pollock did mm. one more mention from the break Andre Greipel you had a chat with him today yeah he went he had a wee at one point and uh, he was coming back through the cars and I just said to him you alright mate um, we rode together at High Road he's a great guy Andre we did a Giro d'Italia together and he says I don't know what I'm doing here meaning I don't know why I'm in the break in the break you know? yeah yeah 
I said, well, you can win today. And he said, um, they're not going to take me to the finish. Yeah. So they were never going to take me to the finish. He's 39 next week. Yeah, which um, is absolutely incredible. Yeah, he's won over 150 bike races as a professional. He's won 11 stages in the Tour. He's been a solid, consummate professional. And um, yeah, it was, it, was sh- it was nice to see him up there today, having a, a bit of shining in a breakaway. Yeah, so I saw him at the finish as well. He came over the line, came into the mix zone, then he doubled back. And I... I wasn't sure why, and I, I saw afterwards he actually doubled back because he was told that Pollitt had won. He asked whether Pollitt had won, and he doubled back to go and congratulate him. Yeah. He's his training no, he's partner. A lovely he's lovely well, He really is. Which, which speaks very highly of Greipel, too. Brad, we're sponsored by Zwift, the cycling app where fun is fast but also unlocks performance. I'm a big fan getting on there with the boys, David and Stephen, as you know. Yeah. I've been exploring a few of the training plans. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. Well, Training plans on Zwift help you improve every single time. I'm currently on board with G's training plan. Garrett Thomas, fun is flying uphill. I bet that's a tough one. It's not easy. This workout focuses on improving your muscular endurance, a pillar of any great time trialist like you, Brad, mountain climber or stage racer, to help you deal with hard surges and improve your ability to fly uphill. That's quite good, Graham. Is that, and do you find it's helping you improve? Helps you improve just because it's so easy to use. And if you want to find out just how simple that is, there's a special offer, a seven-day free trial. Find out more, download the app today. Can we talk about Cav, Brad? Yeah. So um, Mark, I was a bit stressed this morning. He um, he didn't have a skin suit at the start. Now, from what I understand, I thought it might have been a, a race problem, but it's actually his own team. So from what I understand, they make his skin suits for him, or the team make them, have them made by Vermark, which is mm. a clothing sponsor. He obviously has won two stages, both in skin suits. He gave one to Morkov with numbers on after he won, say thank you. And obviously, I don't know where the other one is, so I've with the numbers still on because I think he keeps a lot of his jersey with the numbers on that he Mm. wins Um, and he was expecting another skin suit this morning when he got to the start and they didn't have one and the reason for that was apparently Sam Bennett only used two skin suits last year so they only made two this year so they were using the same template completely different rider we'll just use the same template and Mark was really aggravated and stressed out by it from the start we saw him riding to the start this morning had the the usual De blue shorts on with a green jersey and I think that rattled him this morning because Mark's a bit of a perfectionist and likes Mm. everything in place and yeah, so I think that was quite um, quite sort of stressful for him, really. Um, so apparently, it was his call not to not to go for it today. He yeah, called well, I it think early. The team were quite all over the shop. You know, Morkov was in the third group. Yeah, Ballerini was in the third group. Julian was in the break. So I think it was like an obvious choice, and I think that just rattled him a bit today. Yeah, um, we did see Cav sprint at the end there in the bunch. He won uh, it quite easy, didn't he? He did. Yeah, over Michael Matthews. I mean, he he cleaned up the the few points still available to extend his lead ever so slightly in the points competition. He's 2-2-1 two, two, to Matthews, one six two. Phillips in third on one forty. Can you see anyone catching him? Yes, I can. It's not over by any means. You know, there's some... As long as he keeps racking up points in the manner he is um, and keeping that nice sort of 50-point cushion, I think he'll be okay. But it's just consistency with the green jersey. Mm. And Mark's not got to um, have any really bad days, which he's not had up to this point. He's got through the mountains better than most. Let's not forget Victor Campanots got eliminated yesterday. Luke Rowe got eliminated yesterday. A couple of other boys. Um, and Mark um, has been well ahead of those guys. Mm. So it shows he's in good shape. And I think he's on track halfway through the race for something that wasn't an objective as his, the green jersey. Um, I'm sure that it will naturally come with his attempt to win stages. Mm, you mentioned Luke Rowe there, who missed the time cut yesterday. We only found that out after we'd finished recording, and he's, he's sort of almost quietly retired from the race. We were speaking to Adam Blythe in the race village this morning, and Adam said that 
Luke refused a sticky bottle from his team car going up Von yeah. 2 just as a, as a sort of point of principle even though and he continued yeah even though apparently he could see other riders doing it and yeah. he went no that's, that's not what and I'm about and he was far down he still continued and that's the class act that Luke is Luke is a fabulous fucking bloke and a mega, amazing bike rider he's done a lot for this sport and he's done a lot for, contributed a lot to the people that have won the Tour de France that he's been part of and he's the first rider you'd have on any Tour de France start list mm. um, he's, yeah I feel for Luke you know he, he puts his heart and soul into it and it's a shame to see that man leave the race he said on the first big slopes of the first categorised climb on yesterday's Von Two stage that it was like the lights went out and then he was on his own with 100 kilometres still to go yeah. I mean that that chapeau Luke Rowe that's, yeah, that's and he's, and a he phenomenal pushed on. he's in the same mould as G you know they're hard men where they come from in Wales and they don't give in lightly yeah he missed and the time it, we'll cut see by, him again missed the time cut by five minutes or so moving on to tomorrow another reasonably flat stage before we get into the Pyrenean foothills uh, over the weekend at the business end of the tour Nîmes to Carcassonne 219.9 kilometres we're expecting another windy day tomorrow looking at the stage profile it's jagged enough and long enough to be one for the break but it's also flat enough yeah. Cav could well be eyeing a bit it up. like today, and Cav will make that call on the road, depending where his team are. But you know, sometimes he's got to sort of balance taking going for green with letting stages like that today go because the points go then. So it's a juggling act now. Mm. Does he chase the record, or does he just let those things go like today and get through the race and keep the cushion of fifty points? Mm. And I suppose it begs the question: What's more important, winning a green jersey and win three stages, or? going for Merckx's record and potentially losing the green jersey. He will surely be looking at it tomorrow as... He's got do, time. Do I go for the stage win or not? He'll, that, will, that will pan out early in the morning. It's, it's, not, it's not the record that we'll be thinking about, no, I mean. It's the it stage win, the and that's what Mark does. Of, he takes it day by day. Yeah. Today... It seemed to me because they sent Alaphilippe up into the break or Alaphilippe went, I feel good today, I'm going to go and give it a crack. Yeah. That was De Kerning very early on just saying, we're not going yeah. for it today. We're going to yeah. sit back. Exactly, yeah. Exactly that. And I think what went against Julian today was how fast and rolling the final was. Yeah. Um, and had it been quite punchy like the start, I think that would have suited him to make an attack. But we saw the strong boys that went away at the end there. Julian was sort of um, distanced because... You know, it was just fast rolling roads and that's really suited those sort of team time trialist guys. Mm. Is that up to determining how the race pans out tomorrow? Almost entirely. Um, I think they need to be one unit. The winds play a big factor. I mean, it was all over the road this morning, so Mark didn't have half his teammates there. So I think that will contribute to it as well as how it starts. Okay, well, we will wait to see. That's it for this episode of the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport, brought to you by Zwift. Find your fun on the cycling app where fun is fast. Thank you, Brad. Bit of dinner? Yeah, let's go. Thank you to our producer, Pete Burton. You can follow Eurosport on Twitter at Eurosport underscore UK. Plus, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Download, subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. From me, Graham Wilgos, and from Brad. Goodbye. We'll see you tomorrow. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.